so hopefully that's blown the cobwebs away. Um, we're starting off today with a song called Tyrant by the band Anta from Nottingham. Um, it's is the um, first new release podcast of the year, so hi Pete. Hello, happy new year. Happy new year. It feels strange to be saying that on like the 10th or 11th, but yeah, I guess we can go over it. Yeah. And we did the end of year one on the first of, anyway, so. We did, we're all messed up basically, we don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love that track, don't know about you? Yep. Love yeah, perfect. I mean, um, I've checked out the sort of stuff they've done before, but um, this one came out just in time. January releases are always sort of few and far between, but when this good, I'm like, yeah, that's going straight on. Um, so we, we know a few members of this band. So um, like Donny, um, it's actually coming out on Donny's um, record label, Withered Hand, which I, I didn't know was still going, but obviously, um, yeah, it's, it's sort of back for his new band, which is great. Yeah, I, I, I think... If memory serves, it's always it's there for uh, bands he's in rather than as a, a mass releasing. An ongoing. Although might be yeah. that might be wrong, but um, <laughs> so you know among the missing, um, crumbling ghost. Yeah, crumbling ghost on that and label, others. or uh, or are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they put stuff out in there, definitely. Cool. Yeah. So um, if if you've never checked them out, like um, obviously like check out Anta because the album's um, going to be out. I think February. Um, but they've just teased this single on Echoes and Dust and uh, sent it to us. So um, you can go and listen to this one song at the moment. But yeah, the album should be amazing. But yeah, if you've never checked out Crumbling Ghost, um, how best to describe them, Pete? It's kind of like folky metal, I guess. Folk, that sounds terrible, folk, but they're really good. Uh, folk doom, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, and, but the fact that, they, uh, that they're good and have that kind of strange uh, f- uh, description. Yeah. It shows that they're, they're unique, I think, and definitely, that's definitely that alone should be, you know peak interest. Yeah, I mean, um, we've had them play in Sheffield a few times, and it's always difficult trying to sort of fit them on a bill with um, kind of similar bands because there's no one like them. <laughs> I think that's basically our problem. Um, but yeah, they've gone down really well each time. I think, and I, I think they play like really obscure things like they, they play folk festivals and then with like black metal bands so yes must yeah. be quite a unique position to be in but um mm. yeah Anta actually features members of um i think like bum snogger and um bands like that's from from sort of late 90s early 2000s definitely mars is in the band yeah. uh, and a guy called barry who's um been in several bands in nottingham so yeah look forward to that album um definitely um yeah. well it's nottingham in it i mean nottingham yeah. is such a always has been a great scene so there's always going to be you know whenever you get these bands you know the bands come through there's the connections back will always have you know sort of amazing bands connected to them um and anter are the same absolutely um and that you can actually catch them next week uh they're playing with bast and witch sorrow in uh, nottingham i'll be there that should be good um yes. head into that with my brother so that should be awesome and um there's a gig on Friday with uh, Rainbow Grave as well in Nottingham. So Nottingham's brilliant at the moment, like for gigs, it's absolutely amazing. Um, we're playing another band from Nottingham later on today as well. So um, yeah, look out for that. Um, so with a new year, we've got um, a new Shit the Cow album. It seems, <laughs> it seems they just pop up every now and again, and it's always really good. So you've picked track this time, haven't you, Pete? Yep. I think you kind of the first person to get uh, to come across. Well, I don't know whether they came through the emails or what. I think kind they of did, yeah. Prompted you to find them, um, 
but another you know another kind of four track EP type thing they just they release the um, the kind of the name as ever jumps out <laughs> as just being ridiculous yeah but we're you know we're several EPs in now um, over you know for which we've we've been uh, lucky enough to sort of had a tap into so that we mm. kind of that now follow them on and um, I don't know four or five five or six I don't know and every one of them it's just kind of joyful and really uh, I, I kind of feel a real co- connection with the band you know you know if you like yeah it's a nine notes thing to to pick up on the latest shit the cow really yeah and, <laughs> yeah I mean if they ever come over I'd, I'd be welcome I'd welcome them to come and stay now <laughs> I feel like we yeah. know them um yeah. but yeah and um, this this new one um it's as inventive as the other stuff you know it's they've not sort of gone off the boil at all so um simple really isn't it yeah I mean it's it's part you know, they just—they seem like they're just having a good time. Record, you know, with what they work with the releases. It's—it's kind of part sort of um, early hardcore or noise rock or stoner, but just done in a very positive vibe, which is infectious. Yeah, I'm just looking back, um, and we've actually been reviewing them since 2014. So this right. is yeah. um, one, two, three, four, five. This, this is their sixth release since we've actually known them, and they've got about two or three before that. So. Yeah, prolific band as well, and been going since um, 2012. So, yeah, can't wait to hear more, um, as ever. Um, Swedish band um, as well, so um, quite unusual for... Um, I mean, we get, we get the quality... We've always gone on about this, but the quality we get through sometimes isn't um, amazing um, from Europe. So um, when we do get something this good, it's like, yeah, let's hold it up sort of thing. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, let's just play this. Uh, this one's called uh, Venganza. was shit the cow um we're we're constantly on lookout for new music and this one that came through this week um is actually from um bolty who runs stuck on her name in nottingham 
um, he's recorded um, probably like a who's who of Nottingham bands and, and sort of heavier bands um, over the last few years. Um, go to Dreadfest and you can guarantee like about three quarters of the bill will probably have recorded with him at some point. Um, he put up this um, at the start of the week and it kind of blew me away. It's Modern Witchcraft. And I, I know next to nothing about who's in this band or who they are or anything. But um, yeah, it's just really interesting. So it starts off with kind of a D-beat sort of sound, but it's got very clean vocals, like a different approach for this kind of music. So really kind of stood out. Um, I know you've had a listen to this as well, Pete. What did you reckon? Uh, yeah, I think it, it cropped up. I think you posted about it. It's, yeah. It's, except to the fact that, you know, I'd, I'd list it because we're doing this podcast. You posted about it on Facebook and I had a listen. And um, I think my thoughts are slightly to the side of what you're thinking, but, I, I, you know, I agree in terms of the quality. It is really interesting. Um, I thought I, it had a, a kind of proto-doom feel, uh, you know, kind yeah. of almost a culty thing. And that was primarily through the vocals. But then the you know the kind of the guitars were harder hitting from that they were more they were more hardcore they were more darker than yeah you know heavier sorry than your typical kind of proto doom sound you know through the vote I mean maybe it's just because there's female vocals attached I don't want to get into kind of cliches around that but there's a definite um, you know whether it's someone like psychedelic witchcraft not maybe just through the name or yeah. <laughs> you know some of those bands who you know blood ceremony and um, mm. Uh, it definitely had that 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 feel to it, but the fact that it it then was you know had a bit more of a hardcore, um, you just sort of assault up to it. Um, it, it meant it was it, it felt different, and uh, and again that that is a good thing. Yeah, and I'm always impressed when um, bands like stick out a demo like this and are this good already. You're like, where were you? Like, where have you been? So I, I presume, like, what I'm, I'm just like making a sweeping guess here, but like, I'm guessing that most of the band have been in hardcore bands <laughs> from the sound of it, and then they've they've gone right. Let's make a sort of a culty kind of sound, and yeah, it's just dead good. Um, at the moment, you can get this for three quid on Bandcamp, so I'd urge people to like investigate. And I presume they'll be appearing on um, various gigs that stuck on a name. Um, and around Nottingham, Sheffield, Leeds. So, yeah, keep an eye out for them, I guess. Um, we're going to play um, the first song off it. It's called Daylight Suffers.
brilliant. That was uh, Modern Witchcraft. And um, yeah, we're, we're sort of playing an old favourite here, so I don't know if many people have clocked this has come out, really, but Juicifer are back. Um, and we've just been looking up like how long they've been going, because we're sure that they cropped up about 10 years ago in Sheffield. Um, but yeah, they've been on the road for 26 years. They, they don't, I don't think they actually have homes, do they? This no. They're nomadic. They kind of yeah. stay on the road, a bit like Kylisa did. Did they? I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely reduced it. Um, uh, I, I mean, whether it's true or not, I, I, I presume so. They always say like they're always on tour, um, yeah. and they they don't have homes. I mean, it, it, I suppose it's easier with two of them. Yeah, I think but they're married still, as well. I think that that helps. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So that's it. yeah, I, but it's um, impressive nonetheless, and to to not only kind of, you know, it's one thing to tour, it's one thing to do that, but then find time to write and to record um, constantly and to evolve as well. That's the other thing is, you know, we've known, we've been listening to them for you know, many, many years. And even, you know, they were, they were around before we were listening to them and, you know, that changed. The early stages of Juicefer, I was kind of, they had this... Um, Dark to light and light to dark. You know, you could pick the songs up. You know, the, the, they had um, almost uh, almost kind of non-metal, kind of hardcore and kind of sweet vocals into sort of fierce riff and all vice versa and that type of thing. Um, and they've got heavier and heavier has gone on, and all of a sudden, got in, they went into almost black metal phase. And yeah, um, and then this out. You know, we listened to this EP. It only came out um, on Thursday, I think. Yeah. And it's, like it's it. raw as fuck. Um, yeah, it sounds like it's recorded, you know, on a, on the tour bus itself. Maybe in the van, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, literally five minutes long as well. Like the whole thing's like over okay. before you know. But it sounds like punishing. It's brilliant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it is. It's, it's, it is vital. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I quickly added this into my list because because it's such a you know iconic band and such a great band, I believe. Definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I remember seeing the Corporation um, and possibly the Red House back in the day, and yes, it was always really brutally heavy, and yeah. just for a two-piece. And the drummer looks like he's trying to destroy his kit every time I see them. So I imagine it would look amazing um, playing this fast as well, because it was very slow when we saw them. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think she was literally like. Um, bending so far backwards um i thought she was going to fall over at points so that's that's my abiding memory of that band just um very sort of physical on stage as well just really sort of intense yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and like and if you can it, it is it's a strange experience you know i think i saw them at, uh, temples as well the first temples oh yeah um and i'd been listening to a lot of the early albums at that time um I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I can't pronounce it. The, the one, the, the kind of with the French title, and yeah, there is a, you know there is that kind of um, the beauty and the heaviness, and the, but it, they're just that's stripped out. That has gone now. They're kind of yeah. they're completely in the dark. And um, but you know, like as long as you're kind of not pining for the old days, then all the better for it. Um, and you, then you get to the release like this, where it's just you know it's kind of lo-fi, uh, you know. Um, rawness it, it sounds great absolutely um yeah I, I just there's not much to say about it really i mean all, all the lyrics are on there as well 
uh, on Bandcamp at the moment, so you can kind of try and um, sort of understand what they're getting at here. But um, yeah, I mean, if this is the new style, then I can't wait to see more. I mean, they could produce it very fast, I imagine. So this might not be the um, only release this year. So we look forward to seeing more. Um, we're going to play the first song off it, um, and it's uh, the long, actually the longest on the uh, EP. It's called Progress. <laughs> gone from Jucifer um, to a new band to these years. Um, it's come out on the Sludge Lord very recently. Uh, worms with two O's, so it's maybe Worms. Um, <laughs> so um, I got a definite Melvin's vibe off this one. Um, and yeah, it's just very strange, um, very listenable, and like loads of really interesting drumming on it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that will just kind of definitely stay in my mind for sort of like an album of the year contender at the moment because it's just so unique and yeah it's just come out of nowhere it's brilliant um loads of samples on it a bit like a grind album what did you reckon pete i enjoyed it yeah i still kind of um get my head around it a bit yeah wanting to you know wanting to go back to it so which is a good sign so yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's hard to categorize isn't it yeah i mean i i reviewed it and um i think i'll be published in the next few days but um i i had to listen to it a few times to kind of 
wrap my head around, like you say, um, it's kind of it, in one sense, it's it's a pretty straight up alt kind of metal record, but then mm. there's like layers below and um, re- really unusual ways of sampling things. So, and to be honest, their, their image is a bit all over the place as well because they've got kind of like a grindy kind of logo and imagery on their sort of Facebook and Bandcamp, but then this new album's got a really beautiful, like, ethereal sort of cover. So maybe they've changed that. I'll have to kind of listen back to their back catalogue to see what they um, they used to sound like, whether they've changed at all. So I think um, we're just going to probably play this one just because um, I think people just need to hear it. Um, simple as that, really. So this is Stiff Upper Lisp. <laughs>
so um new year um new primitive man release um these guys are really popular in sheffield and um the uk just in general i think they tour every few years don't they um i've still not managed to see them you you have haven't you yes i saw them with bismuth mm. somehow i've missed them before that because they've toured a few times with uh sea bastard as well but i've missed them before then so uh yeah i saw them last year and they were incredible yeah i'm sure there was like an infamous um west street live gig was that the one you saw it was at West Street Live, but I think that's probably more the uh, Seabaster gig the year oh, before. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, they're, they're sort of brutally heavy, aren't they? They're sort of in the vein of um, maybe Conan, um, maybe kind of more vile think, creature style, a bit more I think unpleasant. Kind of a, I think it's bands like um, Indian and um, oh, Grey Widow and what's the other band I can't even think of uh, Lord Mantis that real kind of intense horrible noisy you know mm-hmm. um, kind of mess of a noise that just um, shudders through you throughout it's, it's it's kind of real end of world stuff yeah and, yeah but then they're kind of one of the leaders of this I think a lot of the they, they, they've really you know forged the path uh, for for a lot of these other bands to follow, definitely, and they're, they're kind of they're just a three piece, aren't they? So they make a hell of a noise for mm-hmm. just three yeah. of them. So um, this is off uh, a split on Translation Lost Records, I think, with Hell. Is that right? Yes, it is. So, hell put out, and uh, the last time I kind of heard Hell was they put out an album on Sentient Ruin. Um, yeah, it was called Two, and it was incredible. So uh, that was what would that have been two thousand seventeen. Um, so really, I mean, this, it doesn't come out fully till the twenty second of Feb. Right. But uh, this this track's been, you know, released. It's on the uh, it's on Primitive Man's Bandcamp. Mm. So you know, I, I, we, we've got it for, for review, and you know, that it'll come up through there. But I didn't want to wait. I wanted to get it. You know, I wanted to put that there because it's it is exciting. It's it's uh, it kind of epitomizes how you know how good they are, but also. How I, I feel like they're, they're increasingly important, and uh, I, I don't know whether better is the right word or not, but just they just sound that I've said vital before. But you they have this real energy, so you feel like they're pushing themselves horrible. a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely horrible <laughs> in, the, in the best way imaginable that can be, I'm you know, gonna... when, which is fair enough with them, is it? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna like have a good listen to this one. Um, and I'm hoping to see them this year. I'm pretty sure they'll be over again at some point. Mm. Um, they seem to love it over here. So, um, yeah, and I, I know they've got a lot of fans in Sheffield. I think Kurakuma are um, big fans as well. Yeah. Yes, they play with them. Put them on through the Holy Spider gigs. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, yeah. Let's have a listen. It's um, Oily Tears.
So this podcast should really uh, be taking commission um, for mentions of Stuck on a Name Studios in Nottingham because I think this might be the third, might be the third um, record tonight that we've played that's record either recorded there or, or something to do with Bolty. So yeah, we'll, we'll probably change this for the next podcast. But Skin Lover, um, they released uh, an EP back in December and um, yeah, we thought it was that good that we needed to sort of include it now. So um yeah um mark from my band temple steps um is in a sort of like grindy kind of hardcore strange kind of band um on the side and yeah they're fantastic this has come out on three different labels um fenland hardcore uh Vitala productions and one that i don't know um but i'm sure is amazing um called rip roaring shitstorm <laughs> so yeah well, they um, are amazing even though we don't know just yeah because that name Let's yeah. have a check. Let's see, let's see if they put out as yeah. well. Yeah, and and just sort of one. It's worth worth just diverting slightly in terms of uh, in terms of temple steps, seeing as you raise them, um, because I, I think most people have presumed they're dead and buried. But it's yeah, not the case. yeah, we've kind of resurrected it recently. So Mark plays guitar and does vocals for this band, um, but he's been in my band uh, Temple Steps for two or three years, um, playing guitar. Uh, and we've decided to get a drummer. We, we've been like um, inactive for about eighteen months, um, just due to various commitments. So, yeah, we've got. Uh, if people know Lincoln Bands, Buffaloed, and Phoenician drummer Scott um, has joined us. So, yeah, it's going to sound um, a bit more rounded. So, yeah, look out for us. I don't know if we can. Can we get away with playing um, Temple Step stuff on here? I don't no. know. <laughs> no. If you pick it, it's fine. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, um, we won't be recording for a while, but yeah, it's um, early days. But yeah, we're back, which is awesome. Good news. Yay. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, you know, anyway, yeah, said, right. Skin and promotional. Is. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah Skin Lover. They are great. And I know Mark's got a real kind of love of, uh, you know, like crusty D beat with, with Doom overtures. So, yeah. uh, and Skin Lover cover that off and really well. Really, Definitely. really kind of horrible yeah uh, horribly grimy um fast and um enjoyable music yeah i think they're into probably their third year now i think they did a, a demo and then they did a split last year with um filth collins yeah. again that's another stuck on a name band um that's kez um but yeah i think this is kind of showing how far they've come as well because like they're tight and tight like really tight as a unit on this one um it's not the longest thing in the world but it's like intense when it goes along and like mm. most of their lyrics um tend to be um about vegan stuff or kind of like um left-wing kind of politics stuff so that's great um brilliant to see bands still making this kind of stuff in this day and age because i think some people are kind of afraid to put across their viewpoints in such ways. A lot of hardcore is kind of cliche these days. So it's good to see um, lyrics kind of dealing with that kind of yeah Yeah, yeah. issue. No, there's a stronger, you know, anti-fox hunting thing going through yeah. them, which, you know, you'd be stupid to think otherwise. You know, and, and good on them. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I think um, they might have done a gig recently where it was like for the benefit of like um, saboteurs. So yeah. um, it's not something I've got like involved with, but you know, I can see why people want to raise money for it. So yeah, like we say, good on them. Um, yeah, the, the song we're going to play is um, probably one of the longest on the record. There's six tracks, and I think it 
again it's like 10 or 15 minutes um but like i said earlier it's like it's just intense and the sort of stop start kind of grindy bits and then there's really drawn out kind of you know expanded sort of dragged out doomy sort of stuff as well so yeah i think this will appeal to people who really like the heavy stuff um in life and then people who listen to kind of nine hertz esque sort of material so yeah see what you think um this one's called death trip So for those of you who um, read Nine Hertz on a regular basis will know that we've reviewed uh, a great band called uh, Black Shape of Nexus um, several times before. Um, we don't know if they're still going, but um, a new band has sort of emerged, um, as if from nowhere to be honest, uh, called Bell Rope, um, and it's on Exile Mainstream Records. This this track's been out for a few weeks, hasn't it, Pete? But um, I'm not sure about the track, but the, the album comes out kind of late February. In terms of um, uh, Black Sheep and Nexus, they've definitely kind of split, and right. this band is uh, several members of them, you know, a few members of that band. I don't quite know the, the exact makeup. Mm. Um, uh, we've got, you know, like I say, the album comes out later, but um, and I can't wait to hear it. But I, I couldn't wait to put this on because it is, it's, it's, it's brilliant. You know, it's such one real. Uh, everything that uh, everything that was great about Black Shape and Nexus, they, they were a band who I first heard. Um, well, I'd heard them slightly before, but I saw them at Roadburn, my first Roadburn, which was in two thousand and eight. Uh, and as a live band, they were they were just like nothing else. The, the, um, the singer used to walk around with uh, a microphone strapped to his throat. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stamp around, and this presence was unbelievable. Um, and I've, I've kind of, you know, I followed Black Shape and Nexus, and, and it, it, they announced they were, you know, they, they were no more. Uh, and then from kind of whether it was their Facebook page or whatever it was, it was announced Bell Rope were, were coming. So if I've kind of been awaiting this, maybe like they've been talking about it for a year and then now we're here. And, you know, from this jack alone, it's not going to disappoint. It, yeah, it, it's really, really something. They've got, they've, they have this, you know, I think from that, whether it's from that menacing sort of live image they, they cast or if um, on kind of their, their tracks, which they often led with huge, you know, huge riffs, which just, which was made them so lovable. But there's so much more to them. They're not just this kind of, you know, hulking doom band. They're, you know, they've got the kind of noise rock elements and uh, post metal elements, but but all the way, all the while with kind of this weight to them. Uh, and this track kind of shows it. Absolutely, and uh, just reading up on them, like they've got this album coming out um, in February. And you can buy it on um, CD, but they've also got this amazing looking um, two times vinyl sort of package as well um, they've actually got two bassists as well they've got a guitarist there as well but two bassists makes a hell of a difference um, and yeah it's kind of what I expected from if you sort of said oh there's members of Blackshade for Nexus like doing mm. something with two bassists yeah you'd sort of know what to expect but it's even better than that <laughs> that sounds um, mm. this will appeal to everyone who sort of um, you know digs something a bit more um, original, I guess, with with their sort of noise rock and doom and whatever. Yeah. It's, it's quite quite hard to sort of pin them down. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think even I'd, I'd say anybody who like, likes invention, but also likes straight, you know, straight modern doom. Mm. I think what's the name of the album? Um, Negative Black, you know, which was yeah an amazing album by uh, Nexus, and th- that kind of had this immediacy but also you know layers within it which meant you could take it either way or both ways or you know you could you could be just drawn in by the immediate riff and and, and that's you know that seems to have carried over here you know and, and that's not to say that the the bell rope are black shape and or vice versa but there's obvious you know there's obvious kind of um basically we're, we're I'm, I'm i think we're happy that there is a continuation um and i, th- I think the other thing i'd like to say about this is that it's a, an album released on Exile and Mainstream. Who uh, there's a you know like Nine Hertz has kind of grown up from what uh, fifteen years now six I don't know how long we for six, 16 years we've kind of reviewed releases from this German label um, from from our inception. Who and they've got their it's their twentieth year this year and wow. they're doing a lot of celebratory gigs. I think they've got a festival on. Um, and the, and some of the music they've produced, some of the music they've sent our way, you know, we've been lucky enough to receive from them um, throughout the years has been, has kind of, for me, signposted, you know, sort of signposting then it's and given us reasons is kind of, this is why we do it. It's, it's to kind of, from our point, if it, any, if we can um, push this uh, this band we've heard any further, you know, an exile mainstream, you know, kind of have that, that ear for it there's bands like you know if you go through the bands they always had like um they had a connection with wino so they had like a hidden hand yeah um but they're not they're, i mean but the true my true love of that label was bands like b hoover 
who you know one of my favorite bands ever mm. so that's true but also like Deezer and Vault Bulbul um these amazing kind of creative interesting bands who who sounded like no one else and it seemed to be like the label that um that gave those bands a chance they've so, got a real ear for the original definitely haven't yeah. they lovely you know brilliant kind of uh, what a label should be, you know, like gives life and heart and, and momentum and um, exposure to like eccentric. Um, That's it. Yeah. Original stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking through the back catalogue now, actually, and there's like, you know, End of Level Boss, um, who were a London yes, band. Of uh, course. Through them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Harry's um, an old friend of mine. I haven't seen him in years, but, you know, I'm sure we'd get, uh, we'd just sort of take off from where we left off, basically. Um, Dice, yeah, but they, they sort of run yeah. the bar from years ago. Um, and actually, weirdly, they're the label that um, bought Enablers to the UK, so, um, or, you know, to Europe. So, um, yeah, completely um, I think they've strange got with, label. Uh, uh, Dalek as well. So yeah. I'm not quite sure why or how, but they have. And yeah, they, they've it's got a good taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the amazing label. And, uh, you know, here we are to, to putting out another what sounds what I'm sure is going to be another amazing Doom album. Absolutely, this this Exile and Doom Fest um, sort of celebration thing sounds really cool as well. It's like four or five days of just amazing music. So Dalek mm. are headlining that one, I think. Um, yeah, Harry's band, the Winchester Club, are playing that one as well. Um, mm. Bell Rope are playing this one as well. So yeah. Um, if anyone's in Leipzig in April, then you should just definitely check them out. Um, sounds like a perfect um, way to celebrate 20 years. Um, amazing stuff, really. Yeah. Crowning achievement, really, after uh, 20 yeah. years in the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, you can't, I can't kind of... They're one of those labels which you just want to celebrate. And, you know, as a, as a web scene which we've been for this long, you know, kind of want to pass on our thanks. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll sort of lead into this track. Um, this one's called Old Overholt, and it's off an album called You Must Relax, which is amazing. <laughs>
Well, we've powered through these today. Um, but yeah, the the, um, the last track we've um, got to play is a band called uh, Obed Marsh from Perth in Australia. Um, came across this from, uh, again, another podcast. Uh, this one's called From the Pit. Uh, these guys play kind of like um, quick sort of hardcore stuff and sort of gang vocal stuff. But one of the guys bought this uh, to the table uh, last week, I think. And um, yeah, it's just like pretty slow expansive doom stuff and um yeah just thought it was really interesting so um what do you reckon to this beat i, I particularly like the vocals on this one yeah I'd, I'd never heard of them before until uh, this morning yeah you know, going through you know in preparation here. yeah but actually really impressed and I'm, i've got i'm I, you know i'm planning on listening to everything the whole album it is uh it has a kind of funeral doom expanse but it has real atmosphere to doesn't it Absolutely, I think that's what I really liked, and um, yeah, they've got three releases, and they, they all seem to be based around the HP Lovecraft um, sort of um, universe, I guess, or fiction. Um, so the last album's called In's Mouth, and I think the first demo is called Decimate, which is like one of the places in um, sort of this fictional universe he's made up. But yeah, this late, latest one, Dunwich, which is another, I think it's the harbour in um, possibly the harbour in. Um, H.P. Lovecraft, don't quote me on that. But yeah, the um, the song titles are all named after the demons or sort of characters and of these kind of monsters from another world, um, which creates like a whole universe for them to explore, I guess. And the artwork's pretty mad as well. Um, kind of goes with that aesthetic. But yeah, the, the, I think it, it's just the, um, the the cruel kind of sounding vocals. It's quite um, processed, but still sounds very organic and evil. So... Haunting is probably a good word for it as well. Yeah, it sounds, it's, it sounds different. You know, you get a lot of, you know, doom band. Not, you know, maybe the, that's not necessarily the right term for it, but you get where it's, it's very formulaic. There's there's something that does grow from this and does um, feel a bit more alive uh, than your kind of bog-standard kind of approach to it. It did, It is just really, I found it really interesting. Yeah, I think um, there's about three of them on here, so um, I'd like to see how it sort of pans out live because um, a lot of stuff which plays this slow can be sort of difficult to translate to the stage. So, mm-hmm. not that they'd um, make a quick jump over to the UK or Europe very easily, but you know, we live in hope. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really quite interesting. So, we're going to just um, get into this one, I think, because it's quite a, a hefty one, as, as they tend to be with these kind of things. Um, so yeah, the one we're going to play is called Lavinia Wretched Duo. Um, we're going to be making um, this podcast um, more regular this year. So just to explain, um, this is the first new release podcast of the year. Um, there's going to be an interview one next Monday, and then the following Monday is going to be a new release again. It's going to go vice versa every week uh, this year, fingers crossed. So um, yeah, expect to hear more of me and Pete talking on and on about music that you should be listening to. And then some um, interesting people that we know, um, sort of bigging up what they're doing and how they got there, sort of thing. So, yeah, stay tuned and um, yeah, happy new year again. <laughs> 